This is the morning brief from the Economic Times, produced in collaboration with Avas.com. To be or not to be on WhatsApp, that is the question being discussed, ironically, on WhatsApp. With WhatsApp revealing a new privacy policy, people are confused and paranoid. The new policy seeks consent from users to allow the chatting platform to share data with and support its parent Facebook. After facing criticism, WhatsApp has clarified that the new policy will only affect businesses. So what does it mean for WhatsApp's over 40 crore users in India? Are we the product here if our attention is being sold to the advertisers? In this podcast, we will declutter the new privacy policy and discuss the alternatives. But most importantly, we will discuss why you should be concerned about your personal data privacy. From the Economic Times, I'm Rachita Prasad and you are listening to The Morning Brief. Our first guest is Faisal Kavusa, a senior technology analyst who is also the founder of TechArc, which is into technology analytics, research and consulting. Our second guest is Sandhya Sharma. She's the editor of Technology Policy and Foreign Policy at ET Prime. Welcome to the podcast, Faisal and Sandhya. Hi. Hi, good morning. Thank you. Let's start off with a very, very elementary question. Sandhya, what does this WhatsApp policy mean and how does it impact us? It's a complex, um, jargoned language that has come to literally all the users of WhatsApp. Um, However, to just dissect this, uh, WhatsApp is just saying that they have actually updated their privacy policy. Uh, If somebody wants to use WhatsApp after 8th February, they should accept the new privacy policy. Uh, However, uh, there are much details to that privacy policy, how the individual individual's data would be used. Uh, But the pop-up that comes, uh, it clearly says that they have updated their rules and regulations. Um, And uh, once you actually go down uh, to the uh, details of the policy, which were actually not including a lot of information about how WhatsApp processes your data, they have very simply uh, put it categorically in ink and paper now, that particular policy saying how your data will be used within their family of apps. Very clearly, the data definitely is encrypted. WhatsApp team is very categorical on that, that there is no uh, uh, data that's going out of Facebook Inc. That's the parent company of WhatsApp. However, uh, how the data is going to be used within the businesses and uh, it's kind of dissecting that bit. It's definitely going to make the user experience for the businesses uh, interactive. AI and some of those tools might be used to make uh, sure uh, that businesses get uh, the best benefit out of using WhatsApp now that all the businesses are there. All right. You know, the one thing that uh, hit me was that, you know, this time when you start reading the privacy policy, what was different was a line that used to be there earlier saying that your privacy is in our DNA. I didn't see that this time. Is, Is that an alarming thing? Uh, Rachita, I mean, uh, very frankly speaking, I think privacy is a misnomer in this century. Uh, If you actually are using technology, your mobile phone is a bomb. I mean, it stores a zillion of information that you 
interact, uh, that you talk, that you type, that you are conversing. So the moment you are on a particular technology platform, I mean, privacy is a misnomer. The only encrypted end-to-end encrypted app of the family of Facebook has been WhatsApp. So definitely that's where everyone was using WhatsApp. Uh, That's where Facebook was uh, really propagating WhatsApp. And that's how WhatsApp actually has become the lifeline for Indians. So basically what you are saying is that with this policy, they are just asking you to give a consent for something that they were already doing, right? In terms of the data sharing. Right. So so the moment you are on WhatsApp, your email ID, your, your phone number, your location data, what mobile phone you're using, for example, you're using an Android or an iOS, WhatsApp knows about all of that. Right. The fact that WhatsApp has always been uh, very vocal about how they are end-to-end encrypted, which has not changed, Uh, But the fact that how that data is going to be used within the family of apps and now they have actually tied up with Jio in India. Hmm. So uh, it will be interesting to see how all of this pans out. That's interesting. Faisal, uh, I wanted you to come in here. You know, there appears to be a mass exodus uh, driven by panic to other messenger apps such as Telegram and Signal. Uh, I mean, I've been on Telegram for a few years now and uh, the number of people who have joined Telegram in the last week or so is incredible. Are these people joining new app without any clear understanding about the privacy policies of these alternative services? The issue is, uh, yes, a lot of people are switching to other kind of, you know, platforms. And, and I can say this with certainty that a lot of them do not understand uh, probably what's happening and, you know, what does this uh, policy update of WhatsApp mean? And uh, what, what is the status of security and other privacy, uh, you know, elements on other platforms? Uh, I think it's more of a, a panic uh, triggered and people are just, you know, switching to other platforms. What elements should people check before going on to a new app then? It's a very difficult call for people. Uh, I think the biggest issue out here is trust. Because see, Although, like, for instance, Google changed many of its uh, policies with, with subsequent editions of OS, Android OS. And now you as a consumer, as a user of an app, you know what kind of permissions your app is seeking for. But the issue is, is that app only using these permissions for the, for the sake of or, or for the purpose they are asking for? Uh, there is definitely a kind of a, you know, a world behind the curtain, uh, which... Uh, no consumer can, you know, look at with very, you know, kind of certainty. Uh, that's that's a major concern which I see in all these, you know, uh, in in the in the entire digital sphere. The European Union does have a set of benchmark that it uses for data privacy. Many consumer and enterprise tech companies use it, you know, and it gives them a competitive edge in reassuring customers that, you know, they have, they are compliant to these benchmarks and that gives the comfort to customers as well. Is there a scope for something like that uh, being set up in India? See, yes, you know, those guidelines are again, you know, great. And yes, uh, many organizations have it started adhering to them with there are GDPR, for instance, you know, compliant applications and, you know, uh, software available out there. But again, the point is, are you really stopping there? That's, that's the biggest issue out there. Now, right now, WhatsApp is kind of a default application 
on our smartphone. So any smartphone user would have WhatsApp. And, and you know, then, and that the, the primary intent was about communication, chatting. Now, all of a sudden, you are not just upgrading, but you are, you know, entirely changing the fundamentals of your policy. Right. And I would, you know, uh, I would not uh, desist from saying that it's kind of a, you know, digital blackmailing. Wow. You're, you're telling consumers that, okay, if you want to continue on my platform, which has become so popular for a primary use case, which was about chatting and communication, you can please leave my platform. There's no way for, you know, consumers right now to honestly, you know, give up this platform because a lot of communication, be it personal, be it uh, official, happens over WhatsApp. The term that you used, digital blackmail, is rather alarming. But there are so many users who agree to privacy policy without even reading it. They choose convenience over privacy. Sandhya, why should people care for their privacy? Why Indians should care about their privacy is because they are being used as a product. I mean, they were used as a product while Aadhaar uh, bill came in. A lot of your data was given to the government. Indians never bothered to ask. I would say that it, this policy has both positives and negatives. For a business user, it's a win-win. Uh, you're using all the technology of WhatsApp or Facebook Inc. Uh, family of apps to actually percolate all your uh, small and medium enterprises data um, into the uh, system of WhatsApp and you know where all WhatsApp would be sharing that information. However, some of these people for their business interests wouldn't be very careful about, you know, uh, what all sort of transaction data or some of that information that they're sharing within uh, these family of apps. There is a bill pending, but there is no law in India to make sure that the government is covering the privacy of Indians. Sandhya, but how long do we have to wait till a bill is actually in place? What is the timeline we are looking at? Rachita, this looks like a million dollar question. Uh, the <laughs> government has a bill. It has to uh, be debated in the two houses of the parliament. The winter session didn't happen. This should ideally have been the top priority of the government. The way uh, a lot of investments are coming into the country, a lot of data is getting shared between corporates, JVs that are happening. Uh, so there is a lot of FDI that's coming in. Geo has, uh, Facebook has invested in Geo. So the government knows all of this is happening in the pandemic digital data is a new oil but uh, it should have been the top priority of the government in the uh, winter session which is not happening all right so we have a situation where we don't have a straightforward policy and we have people who can't read or write very well let alone understand the legal language using whatsapp and other such platforms to stay connected how can they be better educated about these privacy issues Faisal? What can definitely be done is that, you know, you need to create that kind of awareness. First, you have to get that, you know, um, I would say privacy sensitization among, you know, users and citizens that, you know, data is something very, very private and something which you own. So you need to be cautious of what you are sharing and why you are sharing this. When we, you know, seek data, you know, many times we don't uh, scrutinize what kind of, you know, fields I should put in to ask. It's like, okay, you know, you can put on many, many, you know, data fields and ask a person about them without understanding whether the person really, whether, you know, it, you really require them for your business. And, and in the same way, user also gives answers or fills up all those fields uh, without understanding whether, you know, the service or whatever I'm applying for, does it really need this kind of a data field? 
so that that's the one level of basic sensitization we have to definitely work upon second the issue is you know user is left with no option but to at the end of the day accept all of those permissions whichever you know uh, any app or for that matter anything else is seeking for now you know okay good that after uh, you know uh, google updated its android you know uh, privacy policies uh, you come to know what kind of permissions an app is seeking but if you don't you're not comfortable with maybe one of the you know permissions and you don't want to give it uh what what then there's no alternative you have to you have to at the end of the day give all the permissions so while it is a consent based mechanism it doesn't really serve the purpose so basically they are not really uh, stealing our data they are asking for permission and taking it that's the bottom line so if i may add here a bit sure. um, i was just interacting with the whatsapp colleagues uh, where uh, uh they shared that a uh, very interesting bit uh, maybe uh, that would highlight that how uh, post 8th of february how things would work um i realized while interacting with them that um it won't be a blanket ban on using whatsapp after that you won't be having a same user experience that you would ideally be getting if you actually don't agree to these policies uh, you'll be able to make calls receive calls but uh, the user experience of what it would give you as whatsapp at the moment it won't be able to give that get the message but not see the message so it's like putting a gun on your head to actually uh, what fazel <laughs> was saying that you know uh, it's good that they are asking for uh, uh, for the permission but yeah for according to me it's like a gun that you know will not let you use all our services or the experience would be similar if you don't agree to all of it that's interesting information actually sandhya and quite useful too but before we wrap up uh, i have to ask one question to both of you what apps are you using right now and are you looking at moving completely to a different app would you continue to have whatsapp and another app how does it work sandhya why don't you go first there is a voodoo kind of a spell that's happening everyone's moving to telegram or signal in india uh, in fact signal was the most trending app uh, as uh, signal's uh, twitter account said look what you have done india uh so thanks uh, to elon musk <laughs> perfectly perfectly yeah so uh coming back to the apps that i'm using i'm um as someone who's writing on security cyber and some of these uh, geopolitical issues um i definitely use everything and anything that anyone tells me to download very frankly i definitely trust signal more than um telegram um uh, edward snowden uses signal as well so nice. uh, that gives a lot of uh, Comfort. Uh, comfort on that, and uh, they're a non-profit organization, so uh, definitely I rely a lot on Signal. What about you, Fazal? Okay, uh, you know, somebody into market research of technology, I also use every kind of app. Uh, have to experience it, have to understand the nuances of every app, uh, which almost comes out there. But uh, yes, off recently, I see a lot of uh, you know personal connects getting more on Telegram, and. Uh, you know so to say business connects getting on signal uh, and and i have seen you know some of the people first time messaging me on telegram so yes that shift is out there uh, quite visible out there interesting times uh, let's see how this pans out uh, as for now we'll go back to whatsapp and discuss this podcast because that's how it rolls thank you so much for joining us it was really really a very insightful discussion fazal and sandhya An update of an app's data sharing policy has triggered intense discussion among users. 
that just goes to show how intertwined social media has become with our lives. What's worrying is that many people blindly agree to the changes made in terms and conditions. Maybe it's time to pause before hitting the I agree button. In the absence of a clear government policy, our privacy is in our hands. It's often said that if you are not paying for a product, then you are the product. For now, it seems we will have to take a call on how much of our data we want to share with these digital platforms. I'm Rachita Prasad and you've been listening to The Morning Brief. This episode was edited by Devina Sen Gupta and Bhavya Dilip Kumar, who also coordinated the show. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode. We look forward to your feedback. Write to us at themorningbrief at the rate of timesgroup.com. And if you like this show, please share on social media handles as well. The Morning Brief airs Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. Thank you for listening and have a great day. Avaaz.com <laughs> 